about that song. That's, yeah, that's that's from the 70s. It's, it's the song that I remember so much when I was a little kid. I just loved it. It's uh, it's by the Fifth Dimension. It's called Aquarius. By the way, if, if you're not, uh, if you don't know, I looked it up. It's like, well, what what is the age of Aquarius? And and I looked it up because I thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, it's an astro it's astrological astrological age promises innovation, new ideas, change, and transformation. Well, I hope we're in the midst of a transformation that's going to end up in something good, or um, I don't know. Anyway, that's Re- retrograde. Yeah, yeah. I don't think your mic's working there. Uh, Oh, 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 there we go. Come on. Hey. There he is. Hello. Okay. Anyway, so I really, really want to top, uh, talk about this topic as uh, all of this stuff, it, it, just, it just ties together. And, it, and, and we're going we're gonna to tie it together um, because it's really fascinating. So this, I heard about this Neuralink thing that, uh, that uh, Elon Musk is doing. By the way, did I not? Oh, I know what I didn't say. You're listening to Freedom Speak. I'm your host, Becca Marie, and you're listening to Conservative Talk ABQ, KDAZ, 96.9 FM, AM 700, and online at conservativetalkabq.com. Um, but this thing by, uh, this Neuralink thing that Elon Musk is developing, it's really, really, really fascinating, and it has potential that I think a lot of people just have no idea. And, I, and I'm going to talk about this um, because it ties into all of these other things that we're going to talk about. So first of all, what is Neuralink? Okay, this is basically a, uh, a brain-machine interface in which Elon Musk is working on. And it would involve basically an implantation into your skull it would have uh, lots of tiny little wires that go into different points on your brain uh, in, place in which it would pick up signals from various different neurons throughout your brain. Now, the capability on it increases by the number of channels that it ultimately has. So right now, the system he's working on has 1,024 channels. Um, ultimately, I think he's thinking that it's going to end up with millions of channels, okay? So what's this thing do? Well, he's uh, successfully implanted it into pigs that uh, they have, that they're, they're using uh, as part of their research. What it gives you the ability to do is basically Bluetooth, Bluetooth connect to a computer. So like the very limited... Uh, Beginning to this thing would be the idea of, say, controlling a cursor and a keyboard on your computer or maybe uh, operating your smartphone by simply thinking about it. Now, but what happens when you go beyond that and you go, we're talking thousands or millions of channels in which they're tapping into every little impulse in your brain that they possibly can. Okay. Well, your brain controls everything in your body. It controls everything you do. It, it, it controls everything you think about. It controls uh, the movement of your arms and legs. It controls the beating of your heart, which is 
part of that subconscious mind that basically that's something it does. It makes sure your, your heart keeps beating. It makes sure you keep breathing. I mean, why is it that you don't die when you're sleeping? You may think that you're consciously breathing during the day because you can control that consciously, but your subconscious will take over for you if, if you don't consciously do it. It will make sure you continue breathing. That's why when you're sleeping, you continue breathing. So there's conscious and subconscious types of thinking. And we got into a little bit of a talk about that during the break, and I think we're going to really dive into that. We could probably literally talk for three hours just on that particular aspect of this thing. But there are other parts of your brain that uh, control, say, for instance, the impulses coming from your ears and your eyes and uh, the receptors all over your body that are responsible for you having a sense of touch and sensing temperature and, and all of that. And these are all electrical impulses that come from a certain part on your body, whether it be a, uh, maybe even a sense of taste that goes to your brain, your, bra your brain processes it, and it becomes part of your conscious, your consciousness, I guess, which is something that I don't think really anybody really fully understands at this point. What, what is consciousness, you know? So the potential for this up front is to operate uh, a keyboard, a mouse, your cell phone, by thinking about it. Um, bigger applications would go into, say, for instance, if you are a paraplegic or you're completely paralyzed or you've lost a limb completely, you could potentially uh, bypass a bad, uh, a broken spinal cord and resume function of parts of your body that are paralyzed. Or you could actually use it to, say, control an artificial limb. You guys saw the $6 million man, the bionic woman, you know, kind of like that. That's what it would take for something like that to work. You would have to figure out a way to allow your mind, your brain to interfa interface with technology. And, and that's the thing we, you know, when we interface, say, for instance, with our cell phones, which a lot of people do it way too much, they stare at them all the time, uh, they're interfacing with their cell phone by using the input from their eyes, their ears, and they're using their fingers to to operate the cell phone and make it do different things. That's uh, yeah. You're 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 talking on all of the rainbow effects of yeah. the technology. Yeah. Uh, and it's like everything else. They, it's the cart before the horse. Yeah. You know because there is a downside. There's a downside. We'll get to there's a not big yet. Downside. We're gonna get into that. Okay. Uh, but one of the one of the one of the uh, uh, interviews that I saw, uh, what they were actually talking about is also hive knowledge. Uh huh. Being able to acquire or access the knowledge of multiple people that are hooked into this system. You know. <laughs> so yeah. now you're getting uh. into a gray area of individuality. You are. Yeah, it's like they, the other implications of this is this, this system, not only would it have the ability to, to, um, to be able to interpret intentions and thoughts, but Thought it works police. the other way around also. Mm -hmm. So potentially you could input 
exactly information into the brain now yeah right this now, can go to chip, all kinds of crazy places yeah right now the chip is it that it, it doesn't it doesn't input it's only output right right now um and for me i mean i hate this because of the sensationalization of it it does show really bad places we could go but i hate you know just like with finding out radiation finding out you know we can have limitless nuclear power that's relatively clean especially with the new reactors they made right. that are 90 almost 95 percent over 95 percent efficient which has very low amount of waste right but nobody wants to talk about that. They want to talk about the old reactors from the 60s and constantly <laughs> bitch about them instead of the new reactors that are 95% efficient and give you less than a coffee can of waste over a year, yeah. which is insanely amazing. Yeah. But no, 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 we're going to talk about the big giant waste and all this other stuff, and we're not going to make any new reactors. And we're not, you know, it started with Obama. He didn't make any new reactors. But it's like with this, it could be a nuclear bomb. It or... Be. It could be limitless energy for people with paraplegic, like you were saying. Yeah. It, I was excited about it for that key point of people that are truly disabled that have lost their ability can get an ability back. This could be a miracle it for could be people a miracle. Oh, yeah. that right. are disabled. Definitely. But okay. the bummer part is, is here's the nuclear bomb part. Everybody How it wants... can be used for regular people. Right, everybody... And that always happens in our society. We do it for a good reason or for good people that need to go... And then we blow it up. You take something, you pervert it, you turn it into uh, something evil. Uh, and, and But that happens to so many things. But you're right. Look at our phones. It's, like, right. it's the same thing. They've been converted. They were started out great as helpful and informative and neat and now what are they i think no, they're dumbing no. people data down collectors dumbing people down tracking tramp yeah i mean like my kids still hate that i won't give them a cell phone they have to share it and that cell phone that's shared is heavily regulated by me they hate it they hate it because they can't talk to their friends as often as all this other stuff and i said that doesn't matter you guys don't know what the addiction and they go outside yeah. They go do other things. They don't just sit. Why? Because they're not addicted to technology. See, they know how to regulate themselves with it, technology. It's escape. Right. It's an escape. Right. Especially right. with everything that is happening with our government, that our government is doing like, to oh, us. I just want to tune out on this yeah. Right, right. And yeah. so you sit there and watch people watch video after right. video yeah. after video. And next thing you know, they've been sitting there for four hours and they have accomplished nothing. Nothing. Right. You know, I do the same thing. Something sometimes, I yell at about my sometimes kids. I get overwhelmed and I just, I've just got too much stuff and I feel overloaded. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the way that I will just kind of have a little bit of downtime is I will just binge on a couple of TV shows. But see, that's okay. But see, but see I can control You're regulating that. yourself. Right. Exactly. But see, a lot of people don't have the ability they to regulate themselves. Right. On the, like, it's like alcoholism. It's like drug addiction. It's an addictive right. personalities. It addictive is. personalities and are the bad ones, right? Yeah. And, and you can develop that addictive personality over time. You could be a very self-motivated, march-forward type person, and depending upon the situations within your life, you end up becoming an addictive personality because the situation is you've lost control of the ability to move forward. Right, and some people become addicted to some things and not others. I think this thing could potentially be something that could create a whole new generation of addicts. Oh, yeah. Okay, because oh, yeah. here's the thing, okay? 
the reason I brought up the topic of VR also, okay, virtual reality, okay, a lot of you guys might know what that is. Um, those that don't, um, right now VR is a very primitive thing, okay? Now, you see, you see commercials uh, for uh, the metaverse, which is what, uh, meta, which is what Facebook oh, has yeah. rebranded themselves for. It's and what, ugly, too. Like, yeah, it's, it's terrible. It's such an exaggeration. I oh. mean, they show these people in this, in this, uh, in this, alternate environment in which they're immersed in it but but what they that, really get is not not like, that's not what reviews yeah that are just oh so there's a, there's there's a i saw an article on, on a guy that has already he spends 95 percent of his time oh in the metaverse right gosh, so here's gosh. the thing the thing about the the virtual reality world the metaverse whatever you want to call it right now right now it involves wearing a bulky set of goggles on your head and if you really really want to have uh, some better some uh, you know immersive uh, experience you also have something over your ears to where that's also the whole idea is to is to block off your natural sentences and in, and immerse you in a different experience. Now, I've I've seen these VR. Go I've seen some good ones. I've tried some good ones. You still know you're wearing goggles, yes. okay? Yeah. And that is the the major limitation right now to virtual reality. Uh, is it's not really you know that you're wearing goggles, all that sort of thing. But like. With this new technology. So here's where I'm getting with this. Yes, it's like, okay, you guys have all had dreams, mm -hmm. okay? Um, I've, I have some really vivid dreams from time to time that you cannot distinguish from reality. Yeah, and, and I'm sure a lot of you have had those kind of dreams too. Right. Okay, that is your mind, okay? Every experience that you, that you have in life, even if it's in real life like right now in which, you know, all of your senses are working through the, your sense of touch and your eyes and your ears and all of those things, um, and that those impulses are getting inputted into your brain, and then your bra it's in your brain. It's all in your head. Everything that you're experiencing is in your head, okay? It's a, it's a culmination of all of these various different impulses. Okay, so what a dream is is your mind is manufacturing those impulses and manufacturing that experience, which seems indistinguishable from the, the experience we have when we're in a conscious state. Now, VR, its downside, like I said, is that you have to use goggles and headphones and all this kind of stuff. But if you were to take, let's say, a, an advanced version of... Elon Musk Neuralink system in which he's got millions of receptors in in your brain that give the ability to absolutely override the inputs from all of these external senses like like eyes and ears and touch and taste and all of that kind of stuff it could potentially create a indistinguishable yes virtual reality environment exactly in your head mm -hmm. which you would not be able to tell the difference did no okay no comment Shirley? so no so okay yeah. black mirror yes discussed a lot of this and they did a it, black mirror did a good job they did of showing the pitfalls of if we did this they did and i i always tell people go watch black mirror if you really want to see what's going to happen would highly with Neuralink it. and vr because those two things get combined in those episodes and they will 
And they will, right. They they're will. They're going to, because the soldiers, the soldier episode, where they think they're killing zombies, but they're actual people that just want to be away from the government, that don't want to be a part of it. Well, yeah, and then you have the ability to start perfecting your... The Matrix. Yeah, to, yeah uh, perfecting, perfecting it, uh, shutting off pain. Yeah. Yeah, you could shut off now pain. Now you have a soul you could shot, 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 yeah. and like, you're still going. Yeah. Right. Like, I've, I've talked about this before. It's, this technology, if it was sufficiently advanced, we would no longer have any need for anesthesia. Yes, Okay. Correct. Basically, if you're able to override those impulses to the pain centers of your brain mm -hmm. and turn them off, it's like you could literally have surgery while you're sitting while you're there totally awake right yeah she's right it would be the matrix it too. would be yeah it would, it would totally well, be the matrix yes and i'm going to get into but that really, well, i mean I, I, but, but who's but, but where's the conscious and subconscious like you were talking about right Is, could the subconscious override and say whoa this ain't feeling right it all depends it all depends it's, it's, i i look at it like this i look at it as let's say for instance you're listening to a radio station and the si signal's kind of weak and then you have another station that comes online nearby you that's uh, that's really close. You no longer hear that weak station anymore. That's a good mm -hmm. point. You've got a stronger signal, a stronger signal. that has taken over. Right. Can it be hacked? Exactly. Right. Now, I watched this one presentation on this Neuralink thing in which they were talking about that was a question that got asked is can, what about security? Have you thought about security on this thing? Oh, and, I doubt it. And Most designers don't. Well, they are thinking about it, but I mean, you know how it is. Yeah. It's like anything can be hacked. Yeah. Any system can be hacked. Yep. And so, so you've got that problem too. But then we talked about the thing about, the, you know, potentially this thing sufficiently advanced he, he, for the, for those of you out there that watch Star Trek, okay? The yeah. Borg. You, you've seen the Vulcan <laughs> mind meld? Okay. Let's say you got oh. two people that both have Neuralinks. Yeah. They could literally share their thoughts with each other. Right. In which every thought that's going through that other person's head, you would see it in yours. Gosh, that kind of uh, makes oh. me want to do it. <laughs> and, and, I mean, because I'm whole, like, oh, that sounds cool. Well, the whole thing is really fascinating. It really is. And yeah. like you said... <laughs> all the good stuff that you can think of is like then you then you got to think about the downsides you gotta too. Think the you got to think about yeah. the hacking. You got to right. think about the addiction. Your privacy. Uh, privacy. Right. Yeah. Um, Individuality. Is would okay. you even be the same person? Right. Well, like we talked about this legal thing uh, in the last hour. Okay, yeah. think about this. There would be no longer any need for a court trial anymore. They simply plug in oh, your yeah. Neuralink. They read your thoughts. Oh, well, yeah, you did it. You're you guilty. You did it. You're done. guilty. Yeah. Have a good day. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I hadn't even thought about that until just now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's, good. Oh, that's, good. <laughs> that's a good one. I, huh? went, I went down too yeah. many rabbit holes mm. last night. I was up until 1.30, quarter yeah. to 2, going, Same here. oh, this is so bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so I am going to throw this in there. Yeah, Mary Kay brought this up, and it, actually it's on my list too. I, I, I got into this discussion with a friend of mine the other day in which um, he, uh, he is a retired engineer, and he some him and I, we get into debates about things sometimes, and sometimes I kind of wonder, it's like, well, why don't you agree with me on this point? I asked him, I said, do you think that, like the thing we're talking about right here, I said, do you think that with the current advancements in technology, do you believe that at some point we will come up with a VR system that is 
indistinguishable from reality. Yes. And he said, yeah. yeah. I said, so. And I had previously said something to him. It's like, you realize maybe we could be living in the matrix and we wouldn't know. Yeah. And he said, oh, well, that's just impossible. I said, but you Is just it? told me that you believe that at some point in the future that a VR system will be developed, which is so good that you can't tell the difference. How do you know we're not already in it? Um, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. And, and it's, that's funny you mentioned that because like, yeah. <laughs> in the, you know, in the matrix, of course, is that same premise, right? Yeah. But also we know of people in history and the books that we have and stuff, Similactra, which is referenced in the Matrix. Yeah. There's a lot of actual writings of, hey, this is, guys, this is a simulation. We're living in a simulation. That goes 1600s, mm. right, of this thought. Right. Are we in a simulation? And could that, and I think this always was just a funny little theory of mine in my past is, could those have been people warning that we really actually are and we need to get out right now? Wow, that's fascinating. And God's the way, the truth, the light, right? Right. And could you imagine? I mean, for all right. we know... Get out, get out. For all we know, we could have been living in a virtual reality world for thousands of for years. For thousands of years, right. I we mean, don't know. We, we, we look at things yeah. from our, our perception of reality right now right. Uh, in which we, we see things the way they the way we you know the way they seem to be but if we were living in a in a virtual environment right then who knows really where we are right yeah it gets even more <laughs> weird and and dives deeper into universe creator all that stuff and you start to go okay this is weird but but like i said i think you could go to duality i think you can kind of again like you said we were talking about in the break is the subconscious yeah, I think that subconscious is that very uh, is that firewall to your brain. I think it kind of firewalls you to to tell you what's reality, what's not, right? Because like I've been in some VR because I have VR goggles at home. Shame on me, but I have <laughs> VR goggles at home and I love them. And me and my son, we ha he has one, he has a pair. And one of the favorite things to do is there's a couple of games we like to do. Uh, the girls, they love the, like, whipping the uh, beatbox one. I can't remember what it's called. But I like the Star Trek one where you actually can either take the captain's seat, the navigator's seat, the science seat, the, the weapon seat. That's a great VR game, and it's a lot of fun to interact. And you can kind of get sucked into it if you're... It's not hard to allow your mind to be tricked, mm -hmm. okay, if you want to. Yeah. Right. Again, I think individuality again is so, so important. So basically, if if we if we are in the matrix, so to speak, we allowed it. Yeah, we allowed it, but yeah. we're not in well, Star Trek. We're in Grand Theft we Auto Five. Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes. <laughs> we would have we would have allowed it initially, but then once you're in it, you may forget. Right. That yeah. you allowed it. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then once you forget, you might realize <laughs> I don't want this anymore. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. then you have an accident. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, and what, what's, you know, there's a lot of unexplained things in our universe that I'd love to ask God right. is, is deja vu. Like, I've had deja vu where I could predict every single thing that was coming once I noticed I was in that 
position. Right. Yeah. And I would say, okay, this is going to happen, this is going to happen, this is going to happen. And everybody's like, how did you know that? And I'm like, because I saw yeah, it I saw in my it. dream. It's crazy. You know, so it's like. There's a lot of things you... that are unexplained. Yeah. It's you like, know. how did I know that? Yeah. How would I even know? And then, and then sometimes it's a year or two years in the future. Oh, yeah. Usually it's a year for me. But it's like, how did I know that all these different things? And why is it only this moment, not any other moment? You know what I mean? Why is it the moment that I'm in that I'm having that deja vu, right? Well, the, the way I look at this is because uh, if, if we were in an actual unknown, we're in an alternate reality, as similar to the Matrix or being used for batteries or whatever. Yeah. Um, or just by choice. <laughs> there would be inconsistencies with our history, uh, archaeology, and those areas. There, things are coming to light now that there are foreign governments that don't want anybody to know. Mainstream archaeology is trying to suppress it. Yes. So in that aspect, I don't believe, no, we're not in an alternate reality because there are paradigms of, of where, where we are now that go against our government, our... Look science. at James Webb, what it just saw. Right. Look at the James Webb telescope. It looked over and they thought, you know, everybody's like, Big Bang, Big Bang, and this is James Webb. It's going to help us prove the Big Bang. And guess what it just proven? Guess what it proved? No Big Bang. And mm -hmm. that they're seeing galaxies that are just as old as galaxies over on our side of the universe. And they're like, oh, well. Well, well, that can't that be. That can't be. That that would have to be younger because we're seeing light from the past. Right. How is it that we're seeing light from the past, but yet they're older galaxies, right? So it totally twisted. So they're trying to explain it as we speak, trying to write papers to explain it away to come up with a new theory. And, you know, this it, it there was a preemptive of this, of James Webb, which is almost five years now, where... How many oh. scientists signed, and even atheists, Christians, creationists, oh, yeah. um, signed a paper saying that the Big Bang wasn't real and that they believe from physis physicists all the way to uh, astrologists and, uh, sorry, not astrologists, astronomers and so on, said Big Bang don't, it's not going to be. And they even it, predicted that they would find older galaxies side they've been proven right but i don't see any of the news about that no and it's the same thing with uh mainstream archaeology right now there is an explosion one we just learned that the sahara desert is as little as 4500 years old not billions or millions of years but 4500 45 years past. ago yeah. that used to be an oasis yep with multiple rivers the largest lake on the planet yep. was in the middle of the Sahara Desert. You could take all of the Great Lakes and put it in that and still have room for more lake. Mm -hmm. So the the very, what they have taught us is wrong. And now they're starting to bury stuff. Yep. Sorry who was, uh, Egyptian antiquities uh, minister. That guy's uh, terrible. There are openings in the Sphinx. Yes. There's one in the top of the there's back, one there's one that's the left in. side of the tail, yeah. and there's one in the head. Oh, really? I didn't know oh, that. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Now, they they did a, a special where Zari Hawass and, and another, the one of the they chief archaeologists. They only went down one chamber and that they was, stopped. Yeah. yeah, they jumped down and said, yeah, we did. We looked at it. There's, there's nothing down here. Yet they showed no pictures aiming down the tunnel, which you can see in, in the filming. You're looking at it and go, 
that's a tunnel. That's a tunnel to another does, chamber. Well, it only goes a short way, and, and it, it, nothing's in there. And it's like, well, then show us. Yeah. It's... And there is also water erosion all around the, the Sphinx, and they don't address that. Uh, How that happens in the middle of the desert. The, well, <clears throat> when we're sort of delving down a different topic line, but, <laughs> but uh, uh, all the time. You look at Sacsayhuaman, look at uh, all of the sites down in Peru, look at uh, the Temple of Jupiter, look at all of these, you, you see these structures and they are massive. You got 15 ma seconds. Massive stones and then smaller stones. It's like they're two different sets of technology. Yeah. Hey. We're going to be right back uh, for the final segment, and we've still got a lot to cover on this on this topic. So we'll be right back. People seem to find how they're in a hurry to complicate their minds by chasing after money and dreams that can't come true. I'm glad that we are different. We've better things to do. Let others plan their future. I'm busy loving you. One, two, three. After 45 years in the same location, Los Ranchos Gun Shop has moved to 6621 4th Street Northwest in Los Ranchos. New space, new inventory, but still committed to serving the safety needs of our guests. One block north of our old location, but still filled with no pressure. Locally owned and operated, proud of our commitment to service and community, and happy to support Talk Radio KDAZ. Interested in getting your concealed carry permit? Perkins Protection Training offers state-approved concealed carry classes for both New Mexico and Utah, taught by a certified NRA instructor, local woman-owned and ran by husband and wife team since 2004. Individual coaching ensuring every student learns according to their individual needs, complete with pre-class and follow-up tutoring. One-on-one, -on -one, beginner and advanced classes also available. Mention KDAZ for 10% off class. Call 505-238-1214. That's 505-238-1214 or on the web at Perkins Protection training.com right. Hey everybody, I'm David Lee Roth. Uh, welcome back to Freedom Speak. I'm your host, Becca Marie, and you're listening to Conservative Talk ABQ, 96.9 FM AM 700, and listen from anywhere at conservativetalkabq.com. We are on this really, really interesting topic. Of, we got a little sidetracked there on that last segment, but that's okay. Um, on this really interesting topic of how all of these things how they will, we, they will, I'm just going to say, they are going to become connected at some point in time. Um, there's actually a, a video on the Neuralink uh, website in which uh, Elon Musk and his team are, are they're taking Q&As and they're talking about all the possibilities. And I'm pretty much just going everywhere 
that they were going um, and, and diving into it a little bit deeper. So if we were to have technology which could provide a really, really good interface to the brain, it opens up limitless possibilities, okay? It, it opens up the idea to cure, completely eliminate uh, par paralysis. Paralysis would go away. Um, not only that, but if you guys have seen like, you know, the $6 million man, which was in a series I used to like, you know, it was kind of a little bit hokey if you look at the effects now. But that could really become a reality. And those replacement limbs wouldn't necessarily have to be the equivalent of a real limb. They could, in fact, be supercharged and well, yeah. way beyond. Yeah, you're, you're limited to the, the bone structure of the body and yeah, what it can exactly. handle. Uh, yeah, you won't be able to lift up a car with one that arm. That was the like, one thing yeah. they always... It was like, uh, yeah, yeah, okay, they, your whole side just got crushed. They forgot that They forgot that fact yeah. on the $6 million man. Like, you'd, you'd see him lift up a car. It's like, oh, well, fine, you've got those bionic legs, but how's your spine handling that weight? <laughs> it's like they, didn't, they never covered that one. Yeah. Erase, erase, well, erase. that's where a couple of games come in that actually discuss this. And I think, you know, game makers have done a really good job at discussing how bad it could be. They're creative thinkers. Um, so, yeah, and Cyberpunk 2077, which was recent. Yeah, it had some bugs, but it's yeah. a great storyline into how far do you want to go. Another one is, um, gosh, what am I? It's, it's uh, so D, D, I'm, I'm going to pronounce it wrong. DSX, right? Like DSS Machina. DSX, that series goes into replacing your arms with, you know, total metal limbs, right? And and just about having your whole body replaced with metal limbs or limbs that would just be it. And this chip would be that interface. Right, because they they have found some issues when that the body does reject to a certain extent, and in the game that I have in DSX Human Revolution and Human uh, Human uh, or it's Revolution and then Human, there's a sequel to that one. It was more recently come out, so if listeners know, they probably just just look up DSX uh, from Square Enix, and well, and now and now Microsoft owns it. Yeah, but anyways, um, I'm going down the wrong road, but. In that game, they show, like, that everybody has to be addicted now to uh, this chemical that stops the rejection. And there is an actual problem with that. One of the solutions to a rejection of, like, replacing a limb and stuff is uh, fiber optics around the nerve. So what they do is they tie a fiber optic around the nerve. It, 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 the nerve would change the light a little bit to tell it that, okay, he's sending a signal, right? And so, and I know it goes into this Neuralink research probably mm -hmm. too. It's all kind of one and the same. <clears throat> they have a paraplegic that they put in a big robot mm -hmm. that he was thinking and walking it, which was amazing and it made me happy. But again, it was using a similar chip idea of, uh, I think they were using fiber for that right. one. And so that to get the signal to the limbs so he could walk and move his arms and he was totally par he's totally paralyzed from the neck down. So that's where it's really cool. And even in the game, they show, oh, this is where it's really cool. 
but then you start to see the dark side and then as always like in dune and in the game it's men men and women behind the scenes powerful people that want control that take control of all the limb people and then they but they use it as a way to make people afraid of people like just more division right afraid in the next game it's all about you know like there's terrorism now because the people become terrorists because they have limbs on and now they're being afraid of they're being you know think of uh oh south so it's based on south africa in the 1980s so apartheid Apartheid. so think apartheid of limb people or people with chips and people without right do you get what I'm saying? And so, like, that's was the next process of that of the sequel, and so yeah, that's where it all can could go. You know what I mean? You well, it's could. like it's like it's like from the old Dr. Seuss movie with with you had the ones that had the star on them and the ones that oh didn't. the Sneeches. the Sneeches. yeah yeah. yeah. Um, he used to tell stories like that that uh, that totally described you know the real life and but you know the things that i always talk about with you know it, there's always politics involved in everything oh, i mean, yeah. face it there's politics involved in everything and you know i talk about all the time about how tyrannical that these people are and the more power you give them the worse they get well this kind of technology i mean it just gives them yet another way to somehow to exploit it well right. uh, well look at it look at it this way okay you have a, an oppressive regime trampling on your rights to the point where you and other people finally get upset you're going to go do something and all they have to do is push a button push a button go to sleep down. that's right that's exactly in the game what they did mm-hmm. that's exactly what they did is they made him go to sleep or they made certain one of them's that were they targeted oh, to yeah. fight and hurt and kill people right. outside of their control so yeah. i mean the other one of the other things that it, there's been a revisit to this whole 5G and everything. So you've got an interface in your brain, and I'm wondering how they are going to combat the, the uh, microwave radiation in p- close yeah, proximity that would, that to, your to your cell. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be... So, I mean, they show even here in the website, like, this Bluetooth-type thing, which, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, you could do Bluetooth, but that's not a lot of bandwidth. No. Again, yeah. so what you're talking about is bandwidth. Right. 5G, though, you know, there's a lot of conspiracy behind it and everything, but I'll tell you, 5G is not enough. Not, not for no, that. No, not even close. Not enough no. bandwidth. We're they, talking we're still, about massive amounts we're of We're talking about massive amounts of bandwidth. I saw the video uh, presentation they did on just uh, the data collected from just 1,024 channels. It's immense. Oh, I bet. And and to decode that, yeah, you I need super they, they haven't even scratched the surface yet on decoding that information. Yeah, your phone is okay. not enough. Your no. computer's not enough. And see, so that's why I tell people it's like this technology is amazing and great, but I I don't see it within ten years. It's just like I oh. predicted. Oh no, it's gonna take it's gonna it's take gonna, longer than that because like but they're, but they're just starting to make processors that can process right. the data that we get from our phones. But they like, can't even process this data. They just have it held right. in but, a hard drive. But Derek, like anything else, I think that as technology advances, it advances oh, yeah, quicker. It's quicker because, and quicker. Because Moore's you law. take the previous right. technology law. to develop the new, right. the new technology. Is the so it just line. increases. So yeah. I think we might be very, very surprised on yeah, how it quickly it could advance. Yeah. Can you believe that we're running out of time? 
That's like, okay, so there was one other thing I wanted to touch on. I mean, we didn't even get to everything I had on my uh, on my list for today. Oh, and I so came prepared for I, the whole... I, I, well, we'll just have to... Yeah. I'll, I'll move it over to the next <laughs> week or whatever. So this whole concept of the conscious and subconscious mind is something I wanted to touch on because I think this is really, really important to everybody to know. Okay, so this one article I read is about conscious, subconscious mind. They made the statement, now I don't know how accurate this number is, but I think the number is big, and I, who knows, maybe this number is right. They're saying that 95% of what you do on a daily basis is controlled by your subconscious. Now, let me explain that, okay? I think it actually sounds accurate. Your subconscious, it controls obvious things like uh, your your heartbeat, things that you don't think about. Things that you don't think about consciously are controlled by your subconscious mind, your heartbeat. And it also controls your breathing, although you can interact with your breathing through your conscious mind too. But this is why you do not die when you're sleeping because your subconscious mind is still regulating your body, till, still telling you to breathe and all of these, these vital bodily functions keep going when you're not conscious. But but the thing is, is your subconscious mind is where all of your memories are stored. It's where your feelings come from. So anything that you witness in your conscious mind, you see, you hear, uh, your thoughts, they eventually end up going down into your conscious mind and they become part of your being, of who you are. Now, I, I know... Some people that just have such a negative attitude about themselves all the time. I, I had one friend tell me uh, that, well, I'm just too stupid. I, 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 I just can't do this kind of stuff. And she says this all the time. It's a mantra. Okay. She says this. So this is stored in, this is ingrained in her mm -hmm. subconscious mind. Her subconscious mind has, is, it believes that she's stupid. And so therefore it molds how she how she lives her life, so it's it's important that you think positive thoughts as much as possible. Have a positive attitude towards things. I know a lot of people have negative attitudes about everything. I always have a very positive attitude about yes, I will, I can do this. I will figure it out. Failure is not an option. That's always been my attitude towards things. Now, here's another thing that ties into this whole. Neuralink virtual reality thing, okay? If your subconscious mind, is, it, it molds who you are based on your experiences, your experiences don't necessarily need to be the ones that we're actually experiencing here in reality through our senses, our eyes, our ears. Let's say, for instance, you experience, most of your experiences involve virtual reality experiences that are completely far out and have nothing to do with reality. Yet your subconscious mind, that gets written to your subconscious mind. It becomes part of your being of who you are. I didn't think of it that way. I, that just, that I think just I need occurred. to go tell my son, don't use VR. <laughs> yeah, but really even playing video games all the time yeah. can have the same similar effect to oh, you. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, that's just something I actually just thought about during our discussion. It's like... Um, this could, could could become a real serious social problem. Oh yeah, yeah, because you're gonna have people like us, like myself, that won't do it. Well, 
I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that. But then oh, people no. I could see why they would want to because they're paraplegic or something. Yeah. You know, I've had to work really hard and find well, like I said, doctor's mistake for me. But I've had to work really hard to get back on my feet. Right. But I was very fortunate. There's gonna be people way less fortunate than me that didn't have a doctor's mistake that really have, you know, a serious problem. I mean, I have a serious problem, but you know, I'm very blessed with what the Lord's done for me. But yeah, I mean, there's gonna be people that just feel like they have no other choice but to take that chip and then they can walk again and feel, you know, because people don't understand, like if, if you're paraplegic or quadriplegic, there's something down below that doesn't work, okay? That's as best as I can get on radio, okay? Yeah. <laughs> um, and But they wanted to, I mean, they yeah. can't have relationships. It, it really cuts things off. Yeah. It, it did it True. for me for a while. Well, yeah. there's so, been psychological studies showing that that intimacy is necessary for a healthy... For a healthy relationship. Uh, right, a healthy, a healthy relationship, a healthy life. mind. Yeah. Uh, you need that interaction, yeah. that personal interaction with someone else. Uh, Frank Herbert, uh, the whole oh, iRobot series, there yeah. was a mm -hmm. planet in there where people never saw each other. They dealt with each other as virtual reality. Virtual reality. But see, with an advanced version of virtual reality like we're talking about, mm -hmm. you could in fact experience that yeah. and well, it would see, have the same level of satisfaction. Can I in yeah. interject really quick? Mm -hmm. So they're going to have, they want people on the chip, but the, I don't know if you've seen the new glasses for Meta, which no. is frightening. I mean, they're they're augmented. They can be virtual and and augmented reality. Augmented reality. Oh. Okay. And augmented reality is even worse because yeah. then you're changing your reality to be a virtual reality, and and they're going to be glasses size. I mean, that's what they want. They yeah. either on this or you're wearing the glasses. That's going to be like a law or something. You know what I mean? Because they want that that control. That would be far more immersive than the the big huge bulky headset. Right. Because it would. Well, I mean, a lot of us wear glasses all the time, and, it, and we don't feel that it, it that in, in, in any way it blocks our ability to experience life. But Meta like, has a working prototype. But for those of you that don't, un, don't know what augmented reality is, okay, let me tell you what that is. Basically, let's say, for instance, uh, you are in your house, okay, and you put these augmented reality glasses on. Suddenly, in your house there are other people that weren't there before. There are other things that weren't there before. <clears throat> so you can when I say augmented reality, it takes your reality of what's really there and adds things into yeah. it. Yeah. Isn't that schizophrenia? <laughs> yes, <laughs> could be, yeah. <laughs> Some of it. So, uh, would, yeah, you see, just, you have auditory right. and visual hallucinations, right? Mm -hmm. And you're literally putting something on that gives you the auditory and visual hallucinations. hallucinations. Yeah, yeah. So No, and there again, that gets written to your subconscious, too. That's another aspect of it I have not heard anybody talk about. Now, yeah. with this whole Bluetooth capability, you go to sleep at night, what are they putting in your head? Exactly. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Well, everything runs at 2.4 gigahertz, right? You yeah. know, which is the Earth vibrates at what two, two, oh. two? It's around that number, yeah. and then it's megahertz, though I think, if I remember yeah. correctly. And then human bodies are between that, right? If I remember correctly, we all vibrate because the oh, whole, yeah. as we know in string theory and just in their observation, everything vibrates because movement. Movement is time and gravity, right? Yeah. It's, it's all kind of combined, right? And so, yeah, it's. 
it's really interesting if you change that vibration. I mean, and this goes back, you know, people think that MK Ultra stopped. Oh, because, come on, man. Like, it didn't stop. They just, we did, they they just changed went through the name. a relabeling. They rebranded it. They just it. rebranded it. <laughs> so, I mean, think about, like, how is it that certain technology, I'm not saying all technologies are, but I am saying that there's technologies that are definitely suspect and have, and you could go, hey, come on, Google was funded by the CIA. Mm -hmm. You can, that is public record. Yeah. So that was their seed money. Why did the CIA seed them? Because they needed a way to search their data. Right. Right. It was right. really hard. And that's why I tell people, it's like, you know, your phone data today, not that they don't have it. It's just, they can't search it. They're literally having to invent, like they want to take a whole Silicon wafer and just have chips all connected together instead right. of having to break them up and put them together. They just plop it in so that it can process the data they have like like facebook and everything they they don't they can't hold on to a lot of data they gotta erase it after 90 days it's too much flood of data oh, can you imagine all the data hey let me tell you a little something one of the uh one of the things i do in my techie work that i do that i can let you in i can't tell you too many details or right. i'd probably be breaching contracts but right. anyway um, Facebook is this whole meta thing is they are building out Facebook like you cannot believe. No, okay? I believe it. There are very indiscriminate little data nodes all over the country I in very, it. very rural places. Even. I believe it. Okay. Yeah. I know where some of them are in New Mexico. Yeah. I know because I go there and I service the equipment from time to time. Right. Okay. Little data centers, they're, they're nondescript. They, they don't have a sign saying what they are, um, but they, you know, they got backup power and all that kind of stuff. They're designed to never go offline. Right. And so they're building out their ability to have huge amounts of of data transfer and, and, and storage, and it's everywhere. It's not centralized in one little place. Yeah. Well, because then you can hack it or blow it up. Yeah. Well, what happens, what happens if the grid goes down? Right. You know, I've, we're already stressing our electrical yeah. grid as it is. Oh, like So all, all of this is, runs on power. Yeah, uh, it does. And so where we are now, and, uh, you know, that... that other discussion that was on that we were thinking or that was on the on the agenda to speak about is power you know yeah. and where we are right now in that situation well, and then the chinese this, chips too oh, was an all interesting this technology thing. that we yeah. we're we're imp exploding with yeah. now ford chevy everyone's building evs well evs are i'm asking a simple question you're basing whole industries on finite resources. Yes, I know. Yes, thank well, you. Well, like like this thing with California, where they're going to outlaw the sale of gasoline-powered gasoline cars by twenty thirty. <laughs> and I heard almost in the same news broadcast about how they're asking people to not use their air conditioning and stuff like that because right. they don't have or no power. They don't have enough power. They don't have enough power to power the yeah, stuff. But they're they going to power the EVs right. somehow. Yeah. Well, and the, and the power EVs, California has the most. I wonder why their grid's so strained. And know? even Elon said, you guys gotta, you gotta build it kind of like Texas or elsewhere, because Texas is doing a pretty good job considering. Yeah. Considering what they're doing, I would consider it pretty good. But, but like, you know, like I said, nuclear power is the safest. And if you really want no pollution, nuclear power is technically the, the least polluting. I yeah. mean, it actually doesn't pollute. Currently, it's water. With our current technology, it's the best thing. It's for the now. best thing, but nobody wants to use it. No, no, no. no. We're going to imagine some 30 year beyond 
some magic fusion's gonna happen. Cold fusion, da 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 da. Even though cold fusion was proven to be a hoax, I'm tired of people saying that that exists. Um, you know, fusion and all this other stuff, and oh, we got fusion working, but it we didn't take out power more than we put in. Well, right now, now you know, dog. so it doesn't yeah. work, and they constantly say thirty years from now, ten years later, thirty years. I've heard it three times yeah. in ten ten years. So what, how many decades? You know, it's is. 30 years from now, 30 years from now, 30 years from now. And that's 30 years. Yeah. That's that's common core math. Yeah, right? That's common <laughs> core math, yes. So nuclear energy is our way out. And yes. that's why I liked Greg Zanetti's plan is nuclear energy and then getting the brackish water and then, you know, because we need water and we, then we can make more well, resources. Yeah, you know. see, that's where you're going to have to take another technological leap because yeah. brackish, oh, yeah. the, the brackish yeah. water. Yeah, the brackish water just, is another story, but I'm just saying, but, yeah. all I'm yeah. saying is, is we have it in our hands. Right here, we got nuclear energy right now in this state. But, oh, yeah. we're, but we export all of our natural gas, which is another great Use of resource. Oh, there's, but the, and then there's the. And guess who uses the natural gas? Texas. Uh, they use it for all their power. See, and the thing about the the small uh, modular nuclear reactors, like the ones that I've heard Greg Zanetti and, uh, and yeah, and France has about, them and some couple other. Um, is that if we had those dispersed around the state? Yep. From what I understand, they are very safe. Yep. And uh, they're, they're they're, they, they cannot melt down. Well, French well, France has had them for 30 years. So they want this push on the electric cars, which honestly, I think electric car, I think we ultimately do need to go to an electric economy at some point in time. But we also need to be able to produce the electricity to power that economy. <laughs> and electric cars are great if you can power them. And let's say, for instance, I want to drive across the country. Um, and that's farther than 300 miles, I'm sorry. Um, you got to figure out some way, how can I charge it? How can I charge it quickly? And am I going to find chargers in the places that I need to stop to, to get a recharge? You know, all of these things, it's like they're well, putting see, the cart before the, the horse. They need the infrastructure. Right. But we don't have it. But you know what it would do for your America? And I hate to say this because I'm not big on EVs myself uh, because of how dirty they are oh, they in are. disposal and how many slave children are digging up the chromium and well, all the other stuff they're using. But what, what I was going to say is... There's a lot is, of problems which they ever... Yeah, they that, that to, needs to be to talk resolved about. if you're really going to make it a deal, right? Yeah. But what I was going to say is, is I could see one plus side is that highways, you know, like you would have Route 66 be a big thing again because you'd have to stop and charge. So smaller towns would, you know, they wouldn't be all dead like we see them now. Mm -hmm because of the freeways, because you couldn't go really much on the freeways much anymore, because you'd only be limited to three to four to 500 miles, and you right. have to stop and charge for about 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Well, yeah, they're, they're, right? they're, they're, they're short. There's the plus that, side, I would say. I'm here comedy. more on the line of 45 minutes. Right, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. The, the issues that I am having, and it goes back to the rare earth elements. Yeah, rare earth elements, uh, it's not acceptable. If you just look at graphite alone, graphite is absolutely necessary it's used to make the anodes to be able to for the the actual electrical batteries yeah, right uh if you take a look right now and to make china, covid shots china is the only one china, doing it china, china china is is they control 90 percent of that market yep. yeah and the reason why because of the environmental the power you need to process yeah uh raw graphite it's a lot is a lot yeah but to make synthetic graphite, 
is something like 10 times more than yeah, more energy yeah and more and stuff yeah in 2020 alone china built 80 brand new coal-fired power plants that's yep. why they are the industry leaders in the processing of rare earth elements because yeah. they don't have the environmental restrictions. Yeah, they don't have environmentalists constantly going up to their places saying, it's got lead and chromium. And they're well, like, well, we're not dumping it in the river. We're actually taking care of it. That's, that's and the companies the, are doing great. And they're like, we don't care. We still think you're doing it. That's the advantage of communism. Oh, yeah. The yeah. government oh, yeah. can just do whatever they want. Government can do whatever they want. They don't want. need, they don't they don't need environmental you. studies. Yeah. They don't need people to vote on it or anything right. like that. They just yeah. do whatever they want. Yeah. Yeah, there needs to. Well, that's why Trump was doing a great job back in the day in deregulation in certain areas. Because remember, he stuck to the idea of pollution, which is great. Pollution. I am an anti-pollutionist. I'm yeah. what you would call conservatives. I like to conserve things, but I still believe that if a human being is being refused something because we're not going into the forest to get it, then gosh darn it, get in that forest and get it. Mm -hmm. But until then, I'd like to conserve the forest. Do you yeah. see what I'm getting at? Yeah. It's, it's the, I, that's the way I consider myself a conservatist. It's like I like to conserve until we, until we need it, right? And, and Trump's kind of that way, too. He's kind of conservatist. He's like, well, let's deregulate, but we need to worry about pollution. you got to wrap it up. We're almost out of time. Oh, I'm done. I can't believe <laughs> Shirley, are you going to say something? Shirley's been so quiet. Yeah. Well, I was trying to... You got like to, 30 seconds. Yeah, I was trying to absorb all the futuristic talk when we are right here. You open Facebook and you see a photo of your friend who, God for, forbid, she goes missing and nobody will recognize her. Oh, my gosh. I look at it as a type of virtual reality. We only show what we want to show. Oh, yes. And, yeah. and I think this is what builds the path to the bigger virtual reality. But we are already creating it. No, we are. And we are. We're creating it, and you're, you're right. It's making them want to accept it. <clears throat> right. Right. I see what you're getting at. Yep. So, guys, um, it's, I'm, I'm glad you could come here. It's been a really fascinating conversation. And there's so much more we could have talked about. Oh. I, we could have we could have done a five or a six hour show. I mean, easily. Um, so the main thing I'm uh, the the thing one other thing I thought about with this stuff in which they can create all this virtual reality and and we don't even know what we could believe anymore. It's like when you see something on TV, you have no idea if you can believe it. I really do believe. I think we're already at the point where they can create uh, uh, VR people that look like real people. We don't know what we're seeing in the news is true anymore. So anyway, hey guys, if you want to advertise on this station, it'd be a great, uh, great deal. Email me, Becca, at freedomspeaknm.com and uh, send me your comments and suggestions. I, I love them. And you can listen to replays on uh, SoundCloud, Telegram, oh no, not Telegram, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple iTunes. And uh, remember, freedom is essential to everyone. Liberty and freedom are rights, not privileges. It's time to stand up and tell the Marxists and those pushing the woke agenda, hell no, we won't comply. We are the resistance. And by the way, have a really great holiday weekend, and I'll catch you next week. <laughs>